The dynamic ministry of Pastor Mark has blessed hundreds of lives across the globe. In this message, you'll be informed by the Word of God, reformed by the love of God, and transformed by the power of God as Pastor Mark takes us through a journey of the revealed Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Word. Hello there. Welcome to today's edition of Wednesday. Hallelujah. Shall we take a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I pray that through the agency of your word, let lives be reformed. Let destinies be conformed and let the minds of your people be transformed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The topic for today is God is not committed when he is omitted. I want you to say that after me. Say God is not committed when he is omitted. For the last time, God is not committed when he is omitted. I want us to look straight to Romans chapter 1 verse 20 to 22 Romans chapter 1 verse 20 to 22 Romans chapter 1 20 to 22 hallelujah now the Bible says from verse 20 for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and godhead so that they are without excuse verse 21 which is my point of emphasis because although they knew god they did not glorify him as god nor were they thankful but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened the bible says that although they knew god they did not glorify him as god although they knew god they did not glorify him as god other versions put it as they did not acknowledge him as God. So in simple terms, they omitted God. They did not glorify him as God. Although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. They did not acknowledge him as God. So in other words, they omitted God. It can be a very costly mistake when a man or woman decides to omit God. Now, what does it mean to omit God? Number one, it means 
to overlook his lordship over your life to overlook his lordship over your life number two it also means to midget or to dwarf the authority of his word over your life to dwarf the authority of his word over your life and finally what it means to omit god is to ignore the spiritual authorities he has placed over your life three things in my opinion which stands to mean that a man or woman has omitted god number one is what to overlook his lordship over your life number two is to what to dwarf to undervalue the authority of his word over your life and then number three to ignore the spiritual authorities he has placed over your life the bible says in romans 1 21 it says although they knew god they did not glorify him as god they did not acknowledge him as god so it is not enough to know god no it is not enough to know god what counts is that your knowledge of god must lead you to a place of acknowledgement such that you don't only know god in 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 knowledge but practically you acknowledge his lordship over your life so the problem they had here was that they did not glorify they did not acknowledge which stands to reason that they omitted god and when you read further downwards the bible says god left them to their last and to their destruction because god was omitted god was not committed he left them to their last and to their destruction whenever any of this is taking place i mean the first three things i mentioned it means that god has been omitted once you overlook his lordship over your life once you dwarf the authority of his word and once you begin to ignore spiritual authority it means that you are omitting god and like i said where god is omitted he is not committed many believers are victims of this and they tend to wonder why god isn't showing up in their affairs many are wondering why god's power god's presence his persona is not manifest in their lives is not manifest in their endeavors is not manifest in their predicaments is not manifest in their dealings is not manifest in their happenings the truth is that once god is omitted he is not committed once god is omitted the thing is that many omitted god in the beginning of their pursuits and they expected him to show up in the middle of their confusion people begin without god and in the middle of their confusion they expect god 
to take action of something he didn't start hallelujah the other day someone made a very you know emphatic statement he says that you can't board the devil's aircraft and expect god to meet you at the airport you didn't hear what i said you can't board the devil's aircraft and expect god to meet you at the airport once god is omitted he is not committed what does it mean to omit god number one to overlook his lordship over your life number two it means to dwarf to undervalue the authority of his word over the affairs of your life number three is to blatantly ignore spiritual authority that he has placed over you when you do any of the aforementioned you have omitted god and where god is omitted he is not committed the bible says in genesis chapter 1 verse 1 shall we open our bibles to genesis chapter 1 verse 1 genesis chapter 1 verse 1 the bible says in the beginning god in the beginning i need just these four words in the beginning god so anything that starts with god ends well irrespective of the chaos along the way the book of genesis started with in the beginning god then along the line we began to see chaos in verse 2 we saw chaos we saw emptiness we saw voidness but because it was god that began it right afterwards we began to see the bible says and god saw that it was good we began to see goodness we began to see beauty we began to see perfection hallelujah in the beginning god what does it mean in the beginning of your relationship god in the beginning of your business god in the beginning of your marriage god in the beginning of your ministry god in the beginning of your pursuits god in the beginning of your endeavors god in the beginning of your day god in the beginning of your investments god where god is omitted he is not committed we take a look at Genesis chapter 11, which spoke or which speaks about the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel. The Bible says that a people came together, decided to build a tower to make a name for themselves. But because God was omitted, he was not committed to that agenda. And we all know how the Tower of Babel ended. We all know how the Tower of Babel ended because once God was omitted, he was not committed. And anything that God is not committed with or committed into or committed to, the end is always chaos and disaster. Sometimes you may think you are going so far, you are doing so well. A point comes where you realize that you really need God. But the problem is that you omitted God and yet you expect him to be committed. 
one other mistake i feel some believers make is that they start and they try to get god's endorsement over what they are trying to do and achieve meanwhile god as alpha means that the bible says he's the author and the finisher so he finishes what he started not what you started this is why many things we do in life end up in frustration the reason is because we utter it and we expect christ we expect god to finish it meanwhile he's the utter and the finisher of our faith and even our faith originates from god because god is the source and the substance of our faith the bible says faith comes by hearing not just hearing anything hearing the word of god so we start and we expect him to finish and he says no i only finish what i started and that is the problem many get into relationships without god and then they try to get god's endorsement over the relationship many go into ministry without god and now try to get god's endorsement over the ministry many go into business without first of all hearing from god without god uttering that business and they expect him to finish it and that is why the end is always chaos and frustration and disaster we take a look at Mark chapter 4. The Bible says the disciples were faced with a storm. And I believe that before they called on Jesus, they tried to fight the storm on their own. They tried to combat the storm on their own. And when they got to a point where they realized that their strength and knowledge was incapable of handling the situation, it was then that they committed Christ. So the Bible says that they, they said unto him, Master, Master, carest not thou that we perish? They omitted Jesus and began to fight on their own until they were almost perishing. Jesus remained on their boats. And once he was omitted, he was not committed. Though he was there, he was omitted and so he was not committed. Until they began to beckon on him. It was then that Jesus arose and rebuked the storm. Sadly, many relationships, many marriages, many businesses, even ministries are only a time bomb. Are waiting to explode because God was omitted and he is not committed let me give you one or two scenarios hmm. let's take a computer as an example let's take a computer let's say a computer or a laptop something of that sort once the power button is omitted no part of the machine is committed so let's say you have a laptop machine are you with me and then you just open the machine and you began to use the mouse pad you began to use the keys escape space and the rest simply because you ignored the power button the rest or the other components of the machine are not committed because the power button has been omitted jesus christ is the power button of your life 
once you omit him every other thing is not committed am i speaking to somebody once you omit the power button every other thing is not committed irrespective of how functional they are once you ignore the power button it is not committed let's take a vehicle for example let's take another example let's take a vehicle for example no matter how sporty no matter how new no matter how classy and durable if no matter how full the tank of the car is if you ignore the ignition the key or the start button other components of the vehicle are not committed once you omit that button that key that ignition other components of the vehicle are not committed god is the key of your life once you ignore him the component of your life that are supposed to respond cease to respond what does it mean to commit god what does it mean to commit god number one is rule number one the rule number one says that never make god number two rule number one states that never make god number two can we repeat that together rule number one don't make god number two god is alpha he begins the beginning the bible says like i have said genesis chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning god you must understand this that god is not committed when he is omitted when he is not acknowledged as god when he is not glorified acknowledged as lord over your lives many people think god is only interested as being lord over their spiritual lives and their salvation but when it comes to their relationships god is not lord over that area he is not lord over their finances he is not lord over their academics he is not lord over certain aspects of their lives except their spiritual lives except their salvation and that is a gross mistake because god is lord of all or lord of none he is either lord of all or lord of none for example if you live in a community and your community has a king you can't say the king's rulership ends in your bedroom his his rulership does not extend to your living room in fact your kitchen is not part your washroom is not part his rulership only captures your bedroom no the king's dominion in the community affects every aspect of your house so god's dominion of over your life affects every component of your being just like you cannot say that um 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 if the president of ghana is the president of ghana then he's only the president of a certain part of your house or a certain part of your life no the dominion of the king covers the entire scope 
So God has to be God over every aspect of your life. And anywhere you omit God, he is not committed. So you look at certain people and their health is very, very sound because they commit God more in their health. And so he's committed. However, this same person can omit God in his or her relationship. So you realize that their health is responding well, but their relationship is not responding well. Why? Because they omitted God in their relationship and committed him in their health. Some commit God in their relationships and omit him in their finances. Some commit God in their spiritual lives and omit him in their academics. But once again, I state this emphatically, backed by the word of God. Where God is omitted, he is not committed. So point number one, rule number one, never make God number two. I remember very well when we were trying to choose our schools. Back then in the senior high school, we began to, uh, how do you call it, junior high school, when we were making our choices for senior high school education, certain schools were tagged as grade A schools or first class schools. Once you put them um, in your selection, once you place them in the fourth class, the computer ignores it. The computer cannot give you a first class school as your fourth choice. That is how the system has been programmed. And so has this life been programmed. God cannot fit as number two in your life. He can't fit as number three in your life. He can't fit as number four in your life. He is number one or nothing. You must understand this, that the number one spot in your life belongs to God. So what it means to commit God is to give him his place. What is his place? Rule number one, don't make God number two. The second thing is to acknowledge his lordship. I think I've spoken about this extensively. Acknowledging his lordship is not, is not just a matter of proclaiming that Jesus is the Lord over your life. But acknowledging means that you are not only proclaiming, you are claiming his lordship over your life. You have practicalized the statement. It is a proven statement in your life that Jesus Christ dictates the affairs of your life. You don't take decisions on your own and seek God's endorsement over the decision. You don't start some things on your own and expect God to pour his blessing on what you have started. No. It can only happen positively if what you started coincidentally falls within the will of God. But many times you'll be left on your own. Romans chapter 1 verse 21, the Bible says that he left them to their last. When he is omitted, he leaves you on your own. He leaves you to wander on your own. He leaves you to waver on your own until you are wearied by life. And when you come back to him, you don't continue from where you left off. You start afresh. Because he's only a finisher of what he started. So number two, you must acknowledge his lordship. You must what? Acknowledge his lordship. And by acknowledging his lordship, you must come to the place of understanding that he is the dictator of your life. He determines the happenings therein. 
you don't have power to determine things on your own you only live out his will that takes me to point number three accept his will concerning the affairs of your life to commit god means that you have accepted his will concerning the affairs of your life his will concerning your relationship and your marriage his will concerning your finances his will concerning your ministry his will concerning your health his will concerning your every endeavor you must discover that will and accept it jesus christ said the other day in the garden of gethsemane he says let this cup pass over me yet not my will but your will the moment he made that statement he committed god god was bound to see him through and to bring him out of the grave many of us have not learned to commit god because we always want our will to be done and not god's will we say it casually lord let your will be done but behind that statement is the manifestation of our wills hallelujah the fourth thing is to value his word and its verdict concerning the situations of your destiny what has god's word said concerning what you are going through what does god's word say concerning what you're about to do one of the ways to commit god is to commit him through his word is to acknowledge and value what his word says concerning what you are about to do if you are able to do that you have committed god or you'll be able to commit god the last thing is what to acknowledge spiritual leadership and authority spiritual leadership are placed in your life and over your life to represent god and to help you walk the path of your destiny in god so ignoring spiritual authority simply means you have ignored god and ignoring god means you have omitted god and when god is omitted he is not committed hallelujah so five points number one point number one rule number one don't make god number two point number two is what point number two is that you must acknowledge his lordship over your life point number three you must accept his will having discovered the will it is one thing to discover the will and number two it is another thing to accept his will yet not my will but your will be done point number three is what value value sorry point number four value his word and its verdict concerning the situations of your destiny point number five acknowledge spiritual leadership and authority child of god if you can go by these presets you would be able to commit god and not omit god as far as the affairs of your life are concerned omitting god can be very costly omitting god can be disastrous omitting god can be deadly it can be very destructive and so my prayer for you today is that from today you shall continually the bible says that lean not on your own understanding 
it says in all your ways the book of proverbs in all your ways acknowledge him not in some of your ways in all of your ways acknowledge him acknowledge him and he shall direct your path child of god where god is omitted he is not committed i need you to take a retrospective look at your life look at the aspects the various segments and sectors of your life find out where you seem to be omitting god where you are not allowing his lordship to reign more in your life that will be your point of defeat and begin to allow his dominance and begin to allow the authority of his word manifest in those areas of your life then you will begin to see that suddenly things are turning around suddenly things are falling in place suddenly your challenges are becoming your stepping stones and i see that happening to you in the mighty name of the lord jesus wherever you are i want you to begin to pray and you are saying lord in any way i have omitted you i repent tonight tonight i acknowledge your lordship over my life this morning i acknowledge your lordship over my life this afternoon i acknowledge your lordship over my life in the mighty name of jesus take your place in my life in the name of the lord jesus i accept your will concerning my life your will concerning my relationship your will concerning my marriage your will concerning my health and my business concerning my ministry and all that concerns me from today i learn to acknowledge you from today i will no longer omit you in the name of the lord jesus thank you lord in jesus precious name we have prayed and the child of god will respond a big amen if you haven't accepted jesus christ as your lord and personal savior I want to give you the opportunity and the platform to join the biggest and the greatest family on earth, the family of Christ. If you are willing and able to do so, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for coming to die for my sake. I acknowledge your lordship over my life today and I receive your life as my very life from today i am your child i am your servant and i will serve you for the rest of my days say satan i have no business with you i am a child of god in jesus mighty name if you have prayed this prayer welcome to the amazing family of god's children all over the world that god is blessing day by day and leading into eternity every moment and every time. Um, you can also connect with the Heroes Church by contacting us on Facebook, Instagram, and any available medium. And we'll be so glad to lead you through the journey of faith as far as your work with God is concerned. I will come your way once again next week. Until then, remain blessed. My name is Pastor Mark. I'm the lead pastor of Heroes Chapel Worldwide. I'll see you again. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you were blessed by this message. 
For this and more, follow Pastor Mark on Instagram and Facebook. And remember to share this message with friends and loved ones. Stay connected. We celebrate you.